You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Do you do you know how many short Irish people oh, have to endure Greg. leprechaun jokes every St. Patrick's so Day? You're like all angry. You're an angry leprechaun. I am not an angry leprechaun. I'm just saying, like, yes, I get it. I'm short. You and carry I the also, burden, Greg. You carry you know, that big old pot of gold I'm on part your back. Irish and God. Well, because you're wow. short, because you're short and you're Irish, you believe that you bear the yes. brunt of the meanness of many, St. Patrick's many Day. Many people like me do. Many short Irish people endure leprechaun jokes on St. Patrick's Day. Well, and you're like what you call like black Irish, aren't you? Like with the dark hair and the blue yeah. eyes. Well, that's that probably part of the German in there too. But yeah, I guess I guess technically it'd be black Irish. Oh, you're a German leprechaun. Yeah. Don't trust it. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Yes, indeed, it is St. Patrick's Day. It is. I totally forgot it was St. Patrick's Day. All I know is that it's Thursday. I'm like, it's Thursday. That means early show. So yeah. I was up like prepping for the show. Well, and this, this, I mean, St. Patrick's Day has always been one of my favorite holidays. It's just over the last years. I mean, A, maybe there's something with getting older, but B, also like work. I don't get to go out and celebrate it like I like it freely drink like I used to. Uh, poor me. You well, know, and you don't poor want, me. Dude, oh, poor, again, poor me. Poor again, Greg. the poor burdens that I have to bear. It, no, is, the, it is the sad holiday of these little people. I was thinking this, about this, you know, like 20 years ago, I probably already would be would have been drinking by now. And then would you have been uh, in college or yeah, would have been just in college. a really sad <laughs> I would have just affairs, been okay. in. No. Yeah, I would have just been into college. Okay. Um, yeah, so I would have been, uh, yeah, having, all right, having that some makes, drinks, all right, that makes celebrating. Because I'm like, 20 years ago, you were like... Well, how old do you think I... What? Oh, what? That I would have started when I was like 11 or something like that? Well, 20 years ago, what, aren't, you, aren't you like 17? Yeah. So 18. You were, so you were... 18. Okay. All right. Okay, okay, okay. I um, mean, I was 18. I even <laughs> tried to skim off a year there, right there. I tried to let you go with 17. Like, yeah, they'll only think I'm 37. I'm a bad Sweet. boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's going to make a difference to anyone, whether it's 37 or 38. I do. That's the kind of lies that I do. Like, I don't lie. Very I didn't frequently. lie. I just let you say it. No, but when I do, like, it's just skimming, like, a, just a slight mistruth. Like, for some <laughs> reason, year. like, making it just a slightly... Like more to my, or just I don't know. Just um, that's the only time like I ever like tell mistruths. Just when I slightly skew something. <laughs> well, see, and I wasn't I wasn't saying it. I just let you say it, and then I was gonna just go along with it. But in reality, it's it's one year. It doesn't make any difference. No one cares. It doesn't make me seem any more youthful by saying thirty seven thirty eight. Anyway, uh, I would have been really doing some internal thinking today. Doing, really working it all out. It's a Thursday. Working out the kinks. It's a Thursday. So. I would have been, you know, yeah, probably having some drinks, celebrating. It's a, it's a good time. Um, but now, you know, I, I wake up and I, I go to work and I'm, I was tired this morning when I woke up. Oh, it's, like, it's, no. not, it's not really, it's not the same. It's not the same energy that I used to have for the now, holiday. Now, you being a smaller Irish person, <laughs> is it, uh, do you get more tired in the morning on St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> just, what does that even mean? It means that you just, it seems like it's affecting you a lot differently than everybody else. Seasonal affective St. Patrick's like, disorder. Everybody else is like, everyone else is doing their jobs too, but they're not just like, oh, oh, St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. Oh, to be young again. Oh. What, that is that what it sounds like? Yes. Damn it, that's not what I meant to you sound, sound like. You sound like a crazy old person. No, I'm not saying get off my lawn. I'm not yelling about that kind of stuff. No, you don't sound, you sound more like a, 
It's more like the sad part. Oh, God. <laughs> I remember when I used to have fun with my Werther's Originals. Well, I, <laughs> Get some hard candy to help pass the time. Oh, I could suck on a hard candy for hours. <laughs> I'm going to cut out that piece of audio. Anyway, uh, I do love St. Patrick's Day. So it is today. So happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody out there. Um, have you ever been to Chicago for St. Patrick's Day? I have not. I've been to Chicago, but not for St. Patrick's I Day. Want, that's one of my goals. I want to see the, when the, the river when they turn it oh, green. Oh, the river running yeah. green. Which seems really wrong in many different ways. To, to, I'm sure it's to, all natural. I'm sure. I'm sure it is. I'm sure, sure there's no fine. terrible side effects for anything in Mm-mm. that by turning a river green. But I do want to see it. I do want to see it. I, I'm there with you. I want yeah. to see it as okay. well. Well, that's one That of was a real solid. By God, you're just, just digging, aren't you? Just digging in. I'm sorry when you digging started, into me. You, when you when you started so early with the you know oh I'm bearing the plight of my Irish my small Irish. No, brethren. I'm just saying. Sarah, okay, all morning Sarah's Sarah's cracking leprechaun jokes, which that's fine. I mean, I don't care. I'm just saying, you're, you're not the first one to come up with leprechaun jokes, and I'm I'm gonna bet every. Oh God damn it! I'm just gonna stop talking. Anyway, I think you should St. continue Patrick's talking. Day. It's St. Patrick's Day, so there we go. <laughs> crushing my spirit oh i never want to crush your spirit well i will buy you a pint of beer later no no After you're done with your work but you've worked hard at so that's good yes mm-hmm. so, that's I'll all i'm you saying whiskey too you know i work like eight eight million jobs and okay some whiskey too right. yeah and we'll, some whiskey we'll do that. all right okay well there we go yeah some irish now that's on record that you said you're i will to pay for i will totally pay for okay. something for you because now you've actually right. turned the tables on me and you've successfully made me feel bad a little bit <laughs> yes good Good. Jerk. Good. Submission accomplished. Whatever. That's pretty much all this podcast is. It's trying to balance out who's going to feel worse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we say that's for positivity for everybody I else. know. <laughs> it's just like basically Greg and I slowly trying to break each other's spirits to see who cracks first. Yep. Makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. That would just – that would, doesn't kill you. Whatever. <laughs> um, no, but I was actually feeling pretty good because I've – I have been working – you know, I, I do a lot of side jobs. That's, that's not the point of what I was going to talk about. But uh, – I was pretty proud of myself yesterday for one of the side jobs because one of them is completely, completely unlike any of the other ones that I do. Okay. You know, obviously, fun employment radio is our main job. We love doing this, and this is what what our what our main thing is. But then we do we do side things. You know, everybody can use some extra cash now and then. Uh, and so one <laughs> of the sounds like you're dancing. I'm not dancing. No, it does. Oh, this God. one's so, different than my other. <laughs> you know, you close your eyes, you just let things out. <laughs> Suddenly, you got a pocket full of money. Um, that just sounds wrong on so many levels. No, it's not that. I am not. Uh, I'm not stripping. That is not one of my side jobs. I am not uh, engaging in any physical contact with anyone. Okay. So I'm just just putting that out there, clarifying that. Just making money the good old fashioned the way. The good old fashioned way. Mm-hmm. No, but one of the side jobs I do is I'm, and this is weird. I I work for some events where um, I'm an event security guard, but I need to clarify. That security part, because when you think of security guard, you think of like the big bouncer guys or something like that, or the dudes at concerts walking around with the shirts. I'm not Don't that stop guy. Stop throwing me like softballs like this. What? You're sitting here and clarifying that you're not the big giant bouncer guy after we just had a conversation about leprechauns. <laughs> I don't think anyone is confused. Stop throwing this at no, me. No, but I'm trying to. I'm trying to explain though that I'm not. I'm not really security. Like I just kind of stand there. I just kind of stand there and I'm, and I'm. It's at a very fancy event place. Mm-hmm. And so it's more I'm just kind of like a customer service person than anything else. Although I do have a few things that I have to that – that I do have to uh, monitor. And sometimes, you know, there was a 
I work at the Portland Art Museum. I'll just say it. I've said it before. Yeah. So it's a, but it's in their side section where they have all the events. And so I was working at one where they were having this recital. Like they have all kinds of fancy dinner parties and all of those things. And this one was a um, uh, I do not. It's being asked, do you have a badge? I I don't have a badge that I carry around Mm-mm. or anything like that. No, it's yeah. like a polo and slacks. It's it's nothing. Uh, nothing. No no weapons. There are no weapons. I have no weapons of any kind. I am explicitly not allowed to use a weapon. There, <laughs> that is very specific. If I were ever to have a weapon, I would be instantly fired. And that's Greg. I can't even have that's a pocket Greg knife. specific, by the way. Other <laughs> no. people can have weapons, but they're no. like that guy. No, 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 no. This is the kind of security where I have a radio. It's like you see a problem, tell somebody else about it. Like so, that's, <laughs> you see something, say something to someone else. Say you're something not to someone else because you, you are not. You cannot do anything. You are not allowed them. to do anything. Do not touch them. Do not. <laughs> do not yell at them. Do not say anything. No, that's about it. But I do. The only times I do get to do something is when I there's a, there's a couple specific things. One, if they touch the artwork, I can tell them don't touch the artwork. But I have to do it in a very nice, you know, friendly way. Uh, don't touch the artwork. Excuse me, drunk rich woman. Do not touch that statue. And that's it, it's always it's always the rich drunk people. Mm. That's being, <laughs> it's being noted in the live chat. Funemploymentradio.com slash live by Loki just said Greg is a tattletale at his job. You're paid to be a that tattletale. Is, that's oh it. my god. I'm a tattletale. I am a tattletale. That's true. That is totally it. Um, but oh you know, God, it's for everybody's it safety. Good job for you. That totally makes sense now. <laughs> you're paid to actually peep I'm, on people. I'm not peeping. Well, I you are. You're, you're paid. Oh, to I peep. eavesdrop because they don't. They don't notice me. Like because Ooh. I become background furniture. That's how I am when I do the banquet bartending. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I'm just like, the you're person, the help. You're just. I'm just basically like just the the spigot that's pouring their um you know their alcohol for them. Yeah, and they'll sit and have like these personal like financial conversations in front of me. <laughs> just say it all in front of you. Say just it like, all in front of me, as though I'm you just, don't like, understand or something. E- exactly, as though I'm just like, oh no, I shut off ears. I am robot. It don't is, worry. <laughs> it is funny about that where people because they will do that too at the events that I work at, and it's like they assume. That you're like secret service, like you've signed some waiver that you can never repeat any information That's you hear. Exactly, they think like, you signed like some non-disclosure agreement. It's like, like nope. no, <laughs> we're in public, and you you can say whatever you want. But yeah, I have I every like, right to oh, go. Oh no, I'm listening to you talk about your affair. Like I always go to the name Mary because I'm not going to say the real names, but I mean like, oh, I'm I'm listening to you talk about talking to your equally as drunk buddy on Scotch when, with your affair with Mary. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, no. I can hear you. Yeah, I'm a human I'm re- fucking being. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yeah, you have no. Ability, they, sometimes they think like you have no ability to even process the information that they're saying. Like it's all you, it wouldn't make any sense to you. You wouldn't get it. But no, it's uh, oh, I'm that's listening. Exactly I'm it. right. I'm right here. I can't help. My you conversations here. go with. Uh, I'd like a red wine. Would you like the Cabernet or the Merlot? I'll take the Merlot, and then they take it and they switch it and they walk, and then they proceed to talk about their personal finances and stuff in front of me. And like, all I can say that's kind is of wine. awesome, though. It is kind of awesome. That's kind of that's kind of one of the one of the cool parts. I, I think that's fascinating because I enjoy the like the people aspect. watching is fantastic, and that is one thing that I really do like about it. Just because you get to see all these different kinds of people that you would never encounter, and especially at some of the things that I that I work at, like I'm never. I, I have never gone to any of these events, and I would never choose to go to some of them because it's just not my thing. But yet I get to go there and see it and see what kind of people go there and hear what they're talking about. It's, it's interesting yeah. like seeing the inside works of, of some things. Um, well, then like hearing some of the conversations some people have, I'm like, that's why I don't spend time with people like you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Why, you learn you a lot about what you and like and don't like. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not like anything saying like, oh, you're a terrible person. But I mean like the conversations that are had and mm-hmm. the priorities and just like the things that they find are funny. I'm like, I'm – 
I'm so different from yeah. from what this what is happening here. Well, and you find out like, oh, I I don't like that. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm not interested in mm-hmm. going down this road of what what this event is. That not not my thing. Every once in a while, though, I'll get like a, a like a wild child, like a drunk. But they're always like older because it's the place I work is also pretty nice, and mm-hmm. so it's uh it's either like an old man or an old woman who are just like the, the fucking party animal and let us come up. And oh yeah, be like you're the best. Have people been tipping you? We got to make sure everyone's tipping you, Earl. Did you give this girl any money yet? And they'll just come over and like <laughs> did, I love those that I'm like, all right, there's still like one of you in there. There's there's somebody in there still, you know, circulating around. Yeah. Yeah, those those ones are those ones are good. All right, but what happened with yours? Oh my <laughs> after I'm talking about all that. I got, so I don't really do anything. Like I said, I just I basically just eavesdrop. Don't I mean, say if you have a job that you don't really. I mean, do I do. I'm very valuable and very important to the operations, <laughs> and nothing would be able to happen without me in this capacity where I work there. Uh, I'm standing furniture. I'm just a deterrent. I'm a tattletale. So you're a tattletale. I'm a tattletale. No, if there were some kind of emergency, then I could do that. But it's uh, what I did. I mean, now that we're going down the tattletale route, I totally busted this guy on something. So, so we there was a there was a fancy recital that was going on in one of the theaters um, down at the Art Museum, and you know it was a private thing, ticketing thing, and um, it's a it was a very fancy event, you know, oh. for what this was. It, it was very fancy. Well, I mean, I it was. You didn't say. I mean, fancy. I wasn't invited to it, so no. Well, then know. it has to be fancy. It was. It was very fancy. <laughs> you were invited to work at it. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, exactly. I'm the help at those things, but no, I'm standing there, and really, there was only a couple of things I had to do: just make sure they were going in, and then like when they went in for the recital, like don't come flying out the doors over and over. But also, there's no food and drink allowed okay. because it's it's in a museum. I mean, you can't do that. So <laughs> I can't. So I've I've learned now. Like and this is this is good for lots of different reasons. How to read people when they're walking in the crowds, like who's up to no good. So I can I was I was scanning the crowd, if you will. So you were looking for your people. I was looking. Yeah, I was looking for somebody like me <laughs> who was yeah. trying to sneak something in. And sure enough, I saw this one guy, and there was a big group of people, and I noticed him kind of standing out on the side. And when the crowd started going, they opened up the doors. So he could go in, and he started like weaving around, and. The the key thing was I noticed he looked at me. Nobody looks at me. Nobody looks at the security guard. Nobody looks at you. The only reason they look at you is if they're doing something. You know what? That's so funny because that's how I can tell the big drinkers at the parties that I work at mm-hmm. because they're the only ones that they, they'll make eye contact with me because they want to find out where you are. Yeah. Like those are the only people that acknowledge my existence. I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy's going for the bar. I'm like, I can I can just tell from a distance. Uh-huh. That's true. They If they want something from you or if they're trying to stay away from you, those yeah, are the only reason why. Yeah. If he had come up to me and you. asked where are the restrooms and I would have known, but he didn't. So the fact that he looked at me, and this is key for anybody trying to – I probably shouldn't be saying this, but if you're – Don't acknowledge the help is what Greg's saying. I'm saying, yeah. He looked at me, and so I'm like, oh, all right. Well, why, why did he look at me? And so I watched him, and he started going through the crowd and started like like moving himself over so so I couldn't see him. Like, like my view, I couldn't see him. Oh, so he had like two or three people around him. I'm like, ah, he is up to something. What is he doing? What is he up to in what there? What is he up to? And keep in mind, this is like a wealth of This is not going to be anything big. But uh, I saw him go in and he turned himself like just right. So I could never quite see see his hands. And he walked down the aisle and I, I went in there and I found him. And I he, 
I saw him do like one of those quick glances back. Oh, he looked at you again. Oh, he what a rookie back. move. He rookie glanced move. back. He glanced back. He didn't make eye contact with me, but he glanced back. He did like, like the... huh. Oh, that's such a rookie. And then I saw him go down to the aisle and he started trying to rush in down one of the aisles to get to the center. It was like theater seating. <laughs> and, and sure enough, the guy had brought in like a 32 ounce big gulp. Oh. Like what? It doesn't match the event at all. Like I would have thought maybe he had a glass of wine or something. No, he had a 32 ounce. Or a flask like a normal person. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know what these kinds of events. But no, he had a 32 ounce big gulp. I'm like, uh, yeah, man. Like, because I, I walked up to him and he, he did that thing where you look straight ahead and don't make eye contact at that point. I'm like, you're screwing this up really badly. If you're trying to get away with this, you've really messed up. And so he started looking straight ahead as though I wasn't standing right next to him. Oh, man. <laughs> like, there's not that many people here. I'm like, uh, yeah, you can't bring that in. He's like, what? Mm? Oh, um, and he just kept on pounding it to oh, drink it. Like, yeah, man, um, can't do that. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to take that I'm from gonna, you. Did you say you have to confiscate that? No, I didn't say that. I'm like, yeah, Excuse I can me, throw sir. it away for you, or you can leave, but you can't have it in here. So, mm, well, uh, uh, they just started pounding it and then handed it to me, and that was it. Oh. But I busted him. That was the main thing. That was so good. See what? That I was done, my excitement. When I sneak in, like, yeah, you can't look at people. What I've done is actually I move slower. When I'm uh, sneaking in somewhere, uh, in my past, I, I, I'm 35. These aren't now. things that we would do now. We're talking no, about stories. We're right adults now, but I'm talking about, you know, like t- 10 years ago, totally. No, but what I do is you have to be overly confident. Like I'll do some, like I'll stand, like I'll walk slower and stand next to the security people just so it looks like I'm absolutely not afraid of them and not doing anything wrong. Oh, you get close. That's what I've done. Like, uh-huh. I'm like, going to tell you that's not necessarily a good way to do it. Um, it used to work for me when I would say – I'm not going to say there was a venue here in town. There is one. And uh, in order to sneak backstage, that's all my friends and I would do. Like we'd just kind of – well, we're also – I don't know. Like we were like you know 20-something-year-old girls. But you just yeah. walk by security, act like you know what you're doing, and then we just kind of – yeah, you know, like not just be like, oh, hey, how's it going? Just casually. Just be just be miscasual. Uh-huh. Just be like, oh, yeah, we're on the same page. I know, right? Musicians, am I right? So, and then just kind of walk by. I think that's more because you're 20-year-old girls. No. I think that's how that works. No. I, I think that's probably the main part of why that works. But what Greg is saying is that if you try to sneak into anything. Or you're maybe, trying to get away from something. Don't make eye contact with the security. And don't and make sure Greg Nibbler isn't working your event because he's going to get you. I will tattletale on you. He in a will second. tattle the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> oh, well, oh, I don't have anything classy. I have actually something the opposite of classy that I wanted to talk to you about. Okay, and it's this new thing. All right, so <laughs> are we getting real now? That transition was very. Uh... I didn't know how to take it because you're talking about being classy and stealing people's big gulps. I'm not I'm stealing like, okay. your big gulps. You totally stole his happiness. Excuse me, sure, I must confiscate the big gulp. You probably just uh, turned your back on him and you're like, <laughs> I'm not going to drink his confiscated big gulp. No, I don't know. That's so gross. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, what I want to talk about is something that's been happening to me. So you had your whole, like, oh, your fancy night. I had the opposite of it, and it, it's something that's happening in my neighborhood, which I've noticed it, it has been gone for probably, like, three or four years. And just within, like, the past couple sunny days, there has been an influx of this epidemic that I've seen again that I haven't seen in a really long time that is overwhelming. Okay. The hippies are back. What, the hippies? In Portland, in general, 
The hippies are coming down upon a southeast Portland. Hippies are back. In. It is un. I, okay. Somebody just says, so I've lived in my same neighborhood, in my same apartment. Uh, I live like uh, up in like the Hawthorne district. And I've lived uh, in this particular apartment for about five and a half, six years now. Maybe five years. I, I don't know. Five to six years. Okay. And since I've lived there, there's been a lot of, you know, growth around the apartments. Like there are lots of rich people, you know, from California who are like buying up the houses. Mm-hmm. I live next door to those, uh, that fancy uh, white couple with their urban turbans. Oh, that's right. You did talk about the urban who, turbans. Who are okay. super rich. You have like the like three, like, you know, $60,000 cars in their, you know, driveway, but also have, you know, like those peace flags hanging across, you know, their $700,000 house. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But walk around in their urban turbans. Live green, man. Yeah. With your, yeah. And let their way too Mercedes old child Benz. run around naked down the street. Yeah, that's weird. That was really weird. That's strange. That's not So my neighborhood's kind of changed. Like, I, you know, they're, they're still, you know, transients and people, but, you know, you seem to, you know everybody. I know, like, the the people that live in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. be it on the streets or in a house or whatever. Like the guy that uh, stands by the dumpster across the street and from masturbates, you. yeah. And then there's yeah. the guy who... Um, <laughs> that guy. Oh, that's old masturbating Joe over there. Hey. And then there's this old guy who's who does not masturbate. I've, I've never seen him. Do, he's very nice and he's like an old veteran. He wears like a feather in his hat and he's like wandering the streets every day and we say hi you to You don't each know other. that he doesn't. Well, I don't... He probably does, but I don't see him do it. Okay. Like, just like everybody. Um... So he's he's nice. Like, I know my neighborhood very well. But what I've noticed in the past, I'd say less than a week, like less, probably like two to four days, all of a sudden in my neighborhood, everywhere I'm going, there are dirty hippies that look like they're from like 1994. It is so weird. The patchwork pants are back. The oh. big balloony brimmed hats are back. Oh. The smells, the uh, all sorts of like crocheted doily things that they're wearing uh-huh. dancing down the streets dogs with strings like it doesn't necessarily look like uh it isn't even like downtown like a uh, like like gutter punk kids no it isn't anything like that it isn't it isn't like these are fashion kids. choice hippies <sighs> i hate to use the word fashion with even their outfits but they're like they're very into their clothing. But they choose to do that but they are everywhere and they take up all the space and they are just Okay, I got a couple of theories about this. Because one, like if you if you've been around Portland long enough, you know this is what Portland was like early two thousand, yeah, late nineties, early two thousand. I moved here in two thousand two. This mm-hmm. looks a lot like the people that used to and, hang out when it was before it was the Hawthorne Theater when it was that um, Conan's when it was Conan's. Mm-hmm. Those people that used to hang out, like all those Conan's had that sometimes. It wasn't always well, yeah, and it, sometimes it was wrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like Conan's, but I'm saying like they would hang um, out outside of there. Yeah, and that's a theater in in Southeast. So like Hawthorne Boulevard. For anybody who doesn't know Portland, like you know what Portlandia and all that stuff. Now, this is what Portland was. Was it was there was a lot of hippies, um, and it, it a lot of patchouli oil, a lot of that stuff. It was it, it was very different than what it is now. Yeah, I think some people in Oregon still have that stigma. They still think that's what Portland is—is mm. is that hippie era, which was—it's really annoying. A lot of people sitting on the streets. A lot of people asking for things. But the thing is, they have money. They have. They that's have money. The most it's rich hippies. Thing. Rich yeah. hippies. And so I was. Oh. Yeah, so the the rich hippie, like I'm not, you know, nothing against anyone who's destitute. These aren't people who are destitute. These are people who are making a conscious choice to be a waste of space, who have <laughs> money, who smell, who are just everywhere. So yeah. the first time I noticed it, wait, I'm sorry, you're still going? I just, well, no, I've got okay. another theory about it, but I'll let you, why okay. it's, I know why it's happening. Okay, well, one of the things is I live, you know, in a locked front apartment building and I was walking to my apartment. And I noticed these two 
piles of garbage, and by that I mean humans, hippie humans, that were sitting in front <laughs> wow. of Wow, I've never heard you speak about they any group of people so like this. They were so rude. It was unreal. So they're sitting there. So basically— Do you want to build a wall to keep the hippies out? <laughs> <laughs> so basically there's one door to get into my apartment complex, and the door, uh, you know, the walls on either side come out a few feet, and then there are steps. So basically uh-huh. there's room for one person to walk through the door at a time. Okay. Like, uh, so these two people are sitting there on the steps— both of them sitting on the steps in front of the door, like right in front of the door, clearly where there's a sign posted that said no smoking within 25 feet. And this is an apartment complex This is an door. apartment complex that's the one door in and out. Okay. One of them smoking a cigarette. The other one's smoking a bowl, sitting there. They're both barefoot. They're both wearing patchwork pants. They have One of them has a bowl of cereal in their hand and smoking a pipe. The other one has a cigarette and they're eating an apple. What the? And then there's like coffee cups around them and they've made like this little picnic area on the front steps of the, the apartment front complex steps of my apartment complex but like four three four feet across and there's like 60 units or something in yeah. your apartment complex no. there's a lot of people that live there and they're blocking they were sitting Ooh. all the way up, backed up to the door so oh. if anybody even tried to open the door they wouldn't be able to get in so i have all my stuff i have my stuff from from work i had brought my clothes from my other job so i have like I have my clothes on a hanger and one thing my bag on the other and i'm carrying all my shit to the uh, to my apartment and as I'm approaching, they're sitting there looking at me, and the guy's, like, still smoking a bowl, look, like, staring at me. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I walked up, and uh, I basically stood in front of them, and I'm like, hey. And they're like, oh, hey, man. I'm like, can I get into my apartment building? And the guy's like, oh, oh, yeah, man, sure, man. Didn't move, leaned forward with his bowl of cereal. Oh, and my his, God, that And his me weed off. pipe. And he had, and the girl had set her apple next to him, which was still blocking the door. So I had to. He wouldn't move, and I'm just like, I'm not going to get into a fight with hippies. Oh, I would. Oh, I would. I just wanted to get into I my would. apartment. It had been a long day. I did not. I don't know it. how you had that restraint. I don't know if they live next door to me. Again, I don't know very many. Who people cares? In my building. You I just, cannot block the doorway. I didn't into an want apartment to get into it. I had had like uh, a long day. I'm like, I'm just not even going to get into it. So I had to s- literally squeeze by this guy. Sitting on the stairs. He was the one closest. I had to pull open the door. Go inside. Oh, my God. You pay to live there, though. I was so angry. F that. Yeah. No. That, uh, oh, man. That. So that's the first time that happened. I don't know if they live there. I mean, they didn't have shoes Who on. Who cares? And I didn't see shoes around, so I don't know if they moved in. So that was that. Then yesterday I came out, and I live near... Wow. A- yeah, that... I'm sorry. That just really... It was no, it's it's unlike I've never had that experience. It's just in, rude in that's the entire a, time so I've lived rude. there, and I'm smelling like nag champa. That's all I'm like. It just stinks like nag champa more and more everywhere but I walk. Whatever you're into, I mean, I can say I'm not into it. But if you're blocking access to something that I'm paying for, like a like the the access to your mm-hmm. apartment building, no, no, I was no, that's not cool. It's I not just your wasn't in the because I knew that it was going to be a hundred for me. It was I wasn't going to be able to restrain myself, so I knew it would be like a hundred percent or nothing. So I'm yeah. like, I'm going to go crazy on them, or I'm just going to squeeze by and get into my apartment and eat my food, yeah, and do whatever. So that was a couple days ago. Yesterday and today, I come out and I live uh, near like a bunch of coffee shops and like um, like cafes and. Breakfast places and stuff. And it's like they have multiplied overnight. Mm -hmm. I was looking – so I was walking to my car, which was parked like a block away from my house, and I passed by this coffee shop that I usually go into to get coffee sometimes. Oh, hell no. There were about eight of the different hippies sitting outside, two of which have guitars, three of which have dogs on strings, all of which are wearing patchwork pants, (laughs) one of which who was the dancing leader of them who was – who had some sort of skinned animal as a hat. 
What? I don't know if it's a squirrel or what the fuck it wait, is. What? This guy had a. Wait. He has he has a baseball hat or some sort of not a baseball hat but like a shorter brimmed like hat, some sort of animal carcass on the top of well, like the just, hat. Just like velcroed it onto it, it or like glued or on. I mean, it looks like it was it was cleanly separated to make a hat thing. And he like stuck it onto a regular it hat. Stuck onto his regular hat, like the <laughs> head's like kind of dangling down. <laughs> like what kind he of animal? Like the, he looks like the bad kid in a Christmas story. You know that kid? Yeah. Like the, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Scott Fargus. Yeah, and so he's just so this guy. So two of them are you know playing guitars. Snips neither curled of, over his green teeth. Neither of which are playing the same song, mind you. They're both just like and singing their songs. Oh, competing guitar competing players. Guitar That's players. the worst. They're all smelling. I'm like across the street. I can. It sounds smell horrible. Them. It's this is my neighborhood. It was a nightmare. And then the the guy with the skinned animal hat. <laughs> was dancing and I live near a main thoroughfare so he's like dancing into the street like just doing his little dance like dancing to one of the guitars like not matching his dancing isn't matching either of the people that are playing music and what he'll do is he'll dance in the middle of the street and then so cars because it's Portland and people are polite will stop in either direction and let him cross and then he'll just turn around and dance back to the coffee shop oh. and he just kept doing that just kept stopping traffic not giving a shit about anybody and then dancing back it was – I was just looking at it and I think I just stopped with my mouth open just looking because I was going to go to that place and get a cup of coffee. I'm like, they just lost my – I'm like, I'm not going through that. I'm not going through that hippie wall. Uh-uh. Wow. And I love me some Bob Dylan. I'm not, I'm not anti-love and peace and everything. I am anti those stinky, rude people who – So are, what are you going to do about it? I don't know. Well, for one thing, if, the, if those people are ever sitting out in front of my door again, I'm not going to be that nice about it. No! Yeah. I am amazed you had restraint at that. Yeah. It was – it's unreal, like, how, what a cliche it is. It's just like – it's almost like Portland is fighting back against uh, – Well it, – It seems like that – like it's fighting back against, like, the everything's, new change. It's cyclical, I know. Everything's cyclical. That's so it. So now this is – now I think that they're circle. coming out of the word work. But they're not doing anything. I mean, I saw these people yesterday. They were there in the morning ordering their, you know – Except the coffee shop that they're sitting out in front of ain't cheap. Like those sandwiches. Well, no, they have money. Yeah, those sandwiches are like eight, nine dollars a pop. No, you have to. Have and money every to time do that. I went by, they were eating something different, drinking something different. Like they yeah. have money, but yeah. then they're like pan, like they're like spanging people <sighs> as they're walking by. Spanging for a nine dollar sandwich from yeah. a coffee shop. Yeah. Sorry, man. I just need a few more, cha- a little more change, so I can get the uh, turkey club special. But I want it the- with the veganaise. Yeah, I want of veganaise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't quite afford veganaise, man. Uh, Come on, just, you give just me help me cents. out. Just fifty like- cents for my veganaise. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I want to get the soy milk with the chai latte, <laughs> man. You know, it's hard to get the large. But, you sometimes. know, I think that I might be allergic to soy, so I really need to get the hemp milk because I yeah. feel like that's the best for me. Yeah, if you got anything you can spare. Man, it's <laughs> a hard time out here, you know. Jeez. Help each other out. I just am really in the need for some good probiotics. You know? <laughs> <laughs> want to get some of that that good shit in my system. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I'm like I want a the very... cranberry kombucha, but you know, I mean, I can only afford the regular, not the flavored kind. Yeah. So I'm just. It's know. just. It's just happened within the past week. Like I don't know what's going on. And I am a. I'm a pretty nice person, but for some reason that like with the the <laughs> rudeness paired with the smells paired with the just taking up space where you're not doing it just annoyed me. Yeah, I can tell it did. But I, I, I don't blame you. I don't. Blame but those you. people sitting on my doorstep, like that's the first and last time that I don't say anything. Yeah. But I just I couldn't get into it. I was too. I I had had food like that I was getting ready to make. I'm like you know I'm too hungry and too tired. 
I'm like, just get out of my. See, that would be the recipe for me to go <laughs> off on them. That's not what I would do. Yeah. I would. That that would be a really Greg's bad just, time for me. to Let me just tell them. you, don't ever make Greg mad because he's always just looking for an excuse to break. I'm not looking for an excuse. I mean, yes, you are. That sounds like you're. If I'm 100 percent in the right, and just, I know that just reminded me the other day when we were in the car, I was what? driving. And Greg was – so speaking of Greg wanting to make an excuse to snap, there was somebody in front of me. So I was driving. We were driving to a meeting and I was driving my car and Greg was in the passenger seat. And this person cuts me off and I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, what an asshole. And Greg's like, yeah, he was an asshole. What? I'm like, Greg, calm down. I'm not going to let you try and take this and turn it into one of your road ragey things. So I was actually able to stop you from giving the two-finger salute. All right. I was pretty proud. Uh- Yes, you did, and I didn't do it, although I would have been warranted. However, I will say this. I've, I'm trying to curb we, – we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but I, I, I have an issue with using my finger a little bit only when I know I'm in the right. Only when I know, like, there's a traffic law violation that has yeah, occurred. Yeah, I can see you. you got, like, this wild look in your eyes as if you're like, oh, shit, I get to yell at somebody. But, oh. but what happened, the reason I'm curbing it now is because the other day I was driving back to the studio from downtown, actually, and driving down the street, and this guy in a, uh, a zip car, one of the, not, the, um, not the ones that hit me. Yeah. Those were the, uh, uh, why am I blanking? I don't know, the little cars? Yeah. Oh, the smart cars? Yeah, it wasn't a smart car, but it was a zip car, so it was a rental car. Yeah, yeah. And this guy, like, just started drifting over lanes and just cut right in front of me. Like, I had to slam on my brakes or the end of his car would have hit the front of my truck. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? And so I, so I honked. That was all I did. Instantly, this guy had his hand. He already had his window down, out the side, and his middle finger just up in the air flipping me off. I'm like, in no way, shape, or form. Wait, this is a different all- time than the last time? This is... I haven't talked about this one. Oh, my God, Greg. No, I didn't do it. I didn't flip it off. You're not listening to what I'm saying. No, I know, but you're, inci- you're inciting flip-offs? I didn't incite anything. <laughs> I was driving the speed limit. Honestly, I swear to God, I was not doing anything wrong. I was just driving in my lane, minding my own business, and this guy just drifted over two lanes right in front of me and oh. almost clipped the front of my car. And then so I honked because I didn't want to hit him. Mm-hmm. That's not good for, for me. Um, and he instantly had his hand out. And was like, like just holding it way up in the air, doing the old-fashioned like 80s flip-off where you hold your hand way up in the air and like you keep your fist down. Like you don't leave your oh, two. Oh, like the full finger. The full finger. Where instead of like your pointer finger and like from your, the breakfast club. And your like other that. finger, yeah, where you, know, you have the other two go up like half with it. It's making the full fist and then just putting the That's middle totally finger That's totally the 80s. Like the it's an you. 80s flip-off. Yeah. yeah. You and got the 80s flip-off? I got the 80s flip-off. And he had his hand up there and he just held it out there flipping me off. And then I had to turn left because I was of where I was going. Turns out he was going that way too, so I had to follow him. It was just the way I was going. And we got to the stoplight and he's still there. And then he starts like waving it up and down, flipping me off still. I'm not honking. I didn't do anything. I only honked the Whoa. one time when he almost hit me. And we kept... <laughs> Kept driving, and sure enough, he was going the same way I was going, and I, I had to be behind him. And he turned finally and, like, slows down and then takes both hands off the wheel and has them both going up, one inside the car, one outside, <laughs> flipping me off, like, waving them around just That's in amazing. case I didn't see him. All because of one little honk <laughs> that I had done because he almost hit me. And 
So, I mean, and I just started laughing because he was so mad. He was yelling something because he's shaking around. I, I, think you need to call I it, couldn't like, hear what he was saying. The Judd Nelson middle finger. I think it's 80s middle finger. Yeah, but I like Judd Nelson specific. Because yeah, he's like, no, that's too really specific. Good. Most people aren't going to know the Judd Nelson specific Everybody middle finger. Everybody knows the Judd Nelson specific No, it's middle 80s finger. middle finger. It's where you make the full fist and you and you, and then the, the finger, finger just kind of pops out. Yeah, the finger pops up. It's way more <laughs> pronounced. You know, makes the middle finger look yeah, bigger. Yeah, so like the casual, like, hey. Yeah. yeah, no, it's, it's, hey. you really got to work on it. Okay. So that's what happened. And so once that happened, I'm like, wow, that, that guy looks like a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> hmm, maybe I should not, slow down on the middle fingers. I'm not even mad anymore. No, I'm, I wasn't you mad. Learned, so that idiot with the, the 80s middle finger taught you your lesson. Uh, well, I mean, and I don't never do it like he was doing it. I mean, that was, that was a very extreme and he was totally in the wrong. But I'm like, yeah. Because Greg is always in the right is what he was insinuating by saying that. Well, in this case, <laughs> in this case, I was 100% in the right. But I realized it still looked pretty pretty bad. So I I didn't flip off back. I, I didn't do anything. You should have um, just given him a thumbs up. No, I, I was laughing at one point because he was so angry. He yeah. was so mad all over that one little honk. So, like, yeah, well, people your day must suck. People flip me off all either like, do like a wave, like, a, yeah. like an asshole. Uh-huh. That's what I, or just do like a thumbs up back yeah. at them. Yeah. Well, anyway, I learned my lesson. I'm not doing it as much. <laughs> trying to curb it. Greg, you did so good. Yeah. Look, and I didn't like hurt the hippies that were blocking my way into the apartment. You well, didn't that's, hit the car. That I would have done. <laughs> no. No, remember we're talking about how we're being nice and calm. Oh, I would have yelled at them, mm. though. That would have been fun. No, but that's not where you live. Like, I don't know. They could be, have moved in like right oh, next to Oh, then I would have done twice as much. Okay. You're real helpful. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. How are you? Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Oh, don't you dare. Uh-oh, what's going on? You having some computer issues over there? Is your computer being a hippie right now? computer. <laughs> yes, it's not moving the way it's supposed to. Mm-mm. Some days, sometimes I'm like... Are diamonds really, some days are stone? Like, sometimes I'm really afraid that I'm actually going to pick this up and throw it. My computer. Oh, you have... This is a whole lot of rage on this, this I know. thing here. I think this is where you're really angry. This is where I'm starting to snap. On. I think it is, because yeah. um, I'm not even going to go to... I've just been having some issues with it all morning. All right, first story. New survey has come out about modern men. Attention, modern men. I'm a modern man. I'm a modern man. Yeah. Well, it turns out that uh, in Britain and all over the world, this, uh, this specifically, the study was taken in Britain, uh, turns out that weepy modern men are killing the Wait traditional British tough guy act by increasingly crying in public. No, I'm not that kind of modern man. Well, the survey was commissioned. To find out if, in fact, men are as tough as they used to be. <laughs> what does that even mean? Uh, all right. So this one was based in uh, Britain. However, it said that it can be applicable to all over the countries, uh, the different countries, including the United States of America. All the different countries. All the different countries. Uh, psychologist Donna Dawson, who led the survey, said the main reason that the modern British man is more likely to cry in public uh, is due to TV dramas that are more realistic, gritty, and hard-hitting. So it turns out that modern British men and men all around the globe are crying because of 
more realistic, gritty television. But... Now, these fictional shows tap into modern dilemmas and pull more directly on our emotions than TV dramas in previous decades ever did. So, Greg, you're a little more emotional because TV dramas that you watch are making you that way. Wait, because it... I still don't understand that. What, because people are crying on television, that makes me more... No, because you're more? more emotionally pulled. Oh, my emotions are torn. So fictional TV shows are more likely what, to elicit Snow tears from or? a modern man. Oh, spoiler alert. Whoa. Oh, no. That that's, was a I am real well, dick move. I am well within my rights to say that. Jeez. Because we don't even know. Is that a spoiler? Oh, my God, Greg. Do people really not know that at this point? Have they been able to avoid it this entire time? <sighs> All right. I will... You're not going to cut that. I'm just fucking with no, you. No, I'll right. bleep it. I'll bleep it. All right. Fictional TV shows are more likely to elicit man tears because they allow a more pure universal expression of grief and emotional unloading, if you will, which is not tainted Ooh. by the conflicting emotions of guilt, regret, confusion, anger, and anger that often accompany specific real life situations. So you feel more free to cry because you don't feel like you're personally doing something. Like you're 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 empathizing more. Mm-hmm. You're empathizing with the situation more. I mean, that's like people after Star Wars when they found out. You're such an asshole. I didn't say anything. Conflicting emotions can stop or inhibit us from crying, or excuse me, inhibit us from crying over a situation. However, even though today's society is more approving of public tears, there's still a lurking fear in many of us that people witnessing it will make fun of us. So yes, although showing emotion is more socially acceptable than now, uh, now than in previous years, 49% of people, men, modern men, admit to modern making man. up an excuse. What is that? <laughs> modern man. I'm a modern man. You're a modern man. Uh, 49% of people admit to making an excuse to cover up their crying while watching an emotional scene on TV or in a film. Have you ever made up something? You're like, oh, I just have something in my eye. Um... Well, trying to think top, what I've cried on. Well, from actually, my goodness, the, the top excuses, including uh, for modern men who get caught in, in public crying, uh, the top excuse is uh, people pretending that they have something in their eye. Mm. I'll tell you what, we'll get soldier things. That'll get me. You know, soldiers reuniting with their families. That'll get me every time. Dog things. What dog about, things what too. About soldiers reuniting with their dogs. That's that's a tough one. There's some sometimes there's sand in the air or dirt in, dirt in the air or something. Yeah. That'll get me. All right. Well, 35% say they're yawning. For a while until they started overdoing them too many. The, uh, you know, the soldier at the baseball game and the catcher's mask. And then his daughter comes out to throw the first pitch. And then oh, he takes it off. And me. then they realize, oh, it's her dad back from the war. And then they run. And the whole family runs out. Yeah, that'll get me. This will get me. Or people like hearing, get me. hearing their loved one's voices for the first time. Oh, like after they've been deaf. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All I right, don't believe all those about- ones. Seriously, you're going to conspiracy theory about like miracles? I think there's a conspiracy Jesus theory Christ. on that one. All right. So 46% say that they had something in their eye. 35% say they were yawning. 20% blame their watery eyes on lack of sleep. And 9% blame allergies. Uh, other people who are embarrassed, other modern men who are embarrassed when they're caught crying, uh, say that uh, <laughs> when they're watching a TV program. Uh, let's see. 8% blame their contact lenses. 7% say they have dust in their eyes. 3% says they, they're hungover. And another wait, the, they're hungover. That's why they're crying. That's why they have something in their eyes because they're hungover. And then in equal amount, another three percent came up with the excuse that they three percent of people who get caught crying use the excuse that they had 
chili on their hands, and then they accidentally <laughs> touch their eyes. I had chili on my hands, and then I rubbed my eyes. <laughs> That's what it is. It's pink eye. So, I'm not crying. So if you're feeling a little more emotional than usual, just know it's not you. It's just because you're an emotional modern man. Okay. I'm a modern man. Story of another modern man. This one out of Ohio. An Ohio modern man is accused of egging an elderly neighbor's house more than a hundred times. Wow. Who does that? Who does that? A hundred times? Yeah, this guy's name is Jason Kozan, 30 years young. Wow, he's 30. He should have better things to do. Uh, this is in Euclid, Ohio. Uh, he was arrested after an extensive investigation that included undercover stakeouts and also a full-on analysis of eggshells from the scene at a crime lab. Wow, that's like some CSI shit. Uh, so Kozan okay. faces vandalism charges for the repeated eggings that reportedly took place uh, from May of 2014 through June of 2015. Now, Kozan had previously lived on the same street as the 85-year-old victim named Albert Clemens Sr. So Kozan refused uh, in initially saying that he was not responsible for the eggings. He said, and I quote, let the jury decide whatever evidence they have on me. That's what the jury is for. So, what did what did the lady do? Uh, it's a man. His name's uh, Albert Clemens Sr. So Albert Clemens said the attacks, which also included not only eggs, but the occasional lemon, lime, grapefruit, and paintballs, damaged Jeez. his house and made his family uneasy. Yeah, that would that would probably happen to anybody. Yeah, so the Euclid Police Department did uh, post several photos to show the damage to Clemens' home. Uh, police have no motivation for the vandalism. He's but just they were an asshole? Catch, yeah, some 30-year-old asshole has nothing better to do. Why would you... Wow. So the case is being sent to the jury, which will now decide whether or not he will be indicted. For no excuse whatsoever. A hundred... He just pelted this poor old guy's place. Yeah, just this, just this old guy's place because oh, he fucker. apparently thought that he needed stuff thrown at it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I do have... <laughs> and for my, for my last two stories, I have some Irish stuff, Greg. You didn't think I'd get away without talking about that. <laughs> So from eggs to pots of gold. Not really. Let's see, where's my story? Eggs to pots of gold. Don't talk like that. That's insulting to people. Greg, let me tell you something. Did you know that searches for leprechaun porn rise by 8,000% <laughs> on St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> Predicted to rise by not 8, not 80, not 800, 8,000 percent on St. Patrick's Day. That's just strange all around. Like, do, like, do, do people think, wait up all year? People like, are with their partner. St. Patrick's Day. It's like, all right, Cindy, it's St. Patrick's Day. I've been wanting to share this Ooh, with you. Leprechaun oh, porn day. So excited. Leprechaun porn day. Just today, though. After that, it's shameful. That sounds like it's almost a, like a, an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> leprechaun porn day. Yeah. Well, yes, leprechaun porn viewing is expected to increase by more than 8,000% on St. Patrick's Day, uh, according to analyzing the figures from last year. Now, Pornhub has reported that searches for leprechaun porn rose uh, by 8,142% compared to daily averages last year on March 17th, 2015. And the number of people searching for St. Patrick's Day-related porn went up by 6,000%. <laughs> What's St. Patrick's Day-related well, porn? Well, that's so funny. I have a, a list okay. of St. Patrick's Day porn. St- statistics found that searches containing the word Irish went up 650%. And searches either containing <laughs> luck or lucky... 
I'm going to Google some Irish porn today just to celebrate celebrate what's going on here. Now, it's not just Irish on, heritage. It's not just on March 17th. Uh, it is the search the search for Irish porn rises in the entire week leading up to St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Gearing up three, for it. <laughs> with a 3,000% spike like, on the holiday Is that like weekend. people opening their Christmas presents early or something like that? Or Yeah, it's like everyone's like, oh, Ooh, I can't wait. Irish porn day. All right, so. The ones that go up, I have I have a list of some of the things. So, uh, Leprechaun goes up by 8,142%. St. Patrick's Day, 6,000%. Irish <laughs> pie, which I don't even want to know what that oh, is, is up by 5,000%. probably shouldn't. Uh, St. Patrick, uh, Are 45- you talking about Sarah? I don't... Okay. What? That's not something... I thought it was like a food. It's not... <laughs> it's not a food. Um... <laughs> I'm wondering if we should even bleep that, what, what you just said. <laughs> I don't know. I, I understand you don't. What is it? I'm not going to explain it to you. You Google it and you'll find out real quick <laughs> no, I don't think what I that is. To. You go ahead and Google that. An Irish that lesbian tops out at 1,300%. I don't know. Oh. Now I'm all embarrassed. Yeah, <laughs> well... That's what it is. Did I just say something like It's awful? just a food. <laughs> oh. What? Um, so Irish lesbians. I'm not even going to explain that to you off the air. You're going to have to Google that yourself. Uh, Irish lesbians at 1300. Uh, Irish MILF at 800%. Irish I don't, redhead. I'm scared of where you're going here. If well, there's a word you don't know, else. please don't say it. Is clover something? No, I I don't know, but I'm going to guess. It's like clover, isn't it? I'm going to guess it's not. That's I don't know other... exactly that, but I'm going to guess it's not. Okay. No. Well, I wasn't trying to No. What? That's 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 enough. Oh, I'm not, okay. I'm not doing anything. All right. Well, finally, some leprechaun facts for you. Hopefully. Ah, <laughs> uh, so. St. Patrick's Day, of course, is the holiday of the leprechaun, and these magical little creatures are associated with Ireland. But over the years, there haven't just been sightings of leprechauns in Holland and England, or excuse me, in Ireland, but also in Holland and England. In the Netherlands, they're referred to as kabouters. And on the Isle of Man, they're fenodari. Uh, here's some more leprechaun. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Now I feel like I I'm just, just afraid of whatever you're going to say. <laughs> I'm not... Let's see. Now, leprechaun tales date back to medieval times. The earliest... Wait, is that your Irish accent? The earliest story... Leprechaun tales date back early, to the earliest... Early, early. Leprechaun tales date back to the earliest of times. The earliest story is about how the king of Ulster once fell asleep on the beach and wakes up to find himself being dragged to sea by three of the creatures. He captures his abductors who grant him three wishes... That's in again. Is this an Irish? Release. What is this Just accent? The way I do? talk. Did you know that prior to the 20th century, leprechauns were depicted wearing red, not green? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's real tricky. The average leprechaun is about three feet high, so portraying a leprechaun can bring lots of green to the little people, like Brian Thomas, who's a full-time spokes leprechaun for O'Shea's Casino in Las Vegas. Oh, that guy! I've taken my well, no, I didn't take my picture with that guy. No, because you were scared of him. him. Yeah, he's really angry. Yeah, he's he's used well. At least every time I've seen him, he's really pissed off. Well, the most famous leprechaun might be Lucky, the mascot of Lucky Charms cereal. He has appeared in the commercials since 1963. Now. 
Another rumor about leprechauns. Leprechauns are allegedly excellent musicians and known for throwing wild parties where hundreds get together, dance, sing, and drink from a moonshine called poteen. I don't know. Is that something bad? Now you freaked me out. I don't, I don't know. Also, with the leprechaun lord, there's the pot of gold. According to legend, leprechauns store their money in a hidden pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. If ever captured by a human, the leprechaun has a magical power to grant three wishes in exchange for his release. Three wishes. Three wishes. All right, let me find more of my other ones. No female leprechauns. Oh. Oh, that's... In the ancient book called A History of Irish Fairies, it reveals there's no evidence of there being a female leprechaun. Ever. Probably explains why, they... why leprechauns are so angry. <laughs> <laughs> they're like Smurfs, basically. Uh, Except lep- they're Smurfette, but that, that came later. Well, Smurfette was Gargamel's evil spy. No, Leprechaun- she was under a spell. No, I I know exactly what I'm talking about. No. Uh, did you know that leprechauns are actually protected from destruction under European law? Now, uh, the trail called the Slafui Loop. Yes, that's exactly how you say it. That's Don't question it. Okay. Trail in the town of Carlingford, Ireland, is the official protected land for the country's 236 remaining leprechauns. And finally, if you catch a leprechaun, never take your eye off of him or he will vanish. For its freedom, a captured leprechaun will grant you three wishes or a gold coin. However, there are stories of people whose wishes backfired who went insane trying to decide how to best use their three wishes. So don't get overwhelmed if you catch a leprechaun. Just make your three wishes. There you go. That's your world of crazy. Crazy. Thank you, Sarah. That was uh, I thought it was pretty very funny. enlightening. Very enlightening about uh, <laughs> we've all learned something. I haven't. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> we learned about you, though. Oh... <laughs> Wow. Um, okay, I need to do a little bit of ball talk really quick. Just I gotta cleanse the palate here. Oh, whoops, Sam. You've thrown me off. Now you're making me all insecure. <laughs> you, threw me, you threw me off. <sighs> Fine, I'm gonna look it up. I know I'm gonna regret this. Oh, do not read it on the air. I'm not. Of course, I'm not. You're going to read this right now? All right. Sarah is looking up the definition of that term right now. I must have my safe search on because it's a Irish cream pie recipe from Betty Crocker. Stop. In the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live, I believe uh, when Mr. Pontoni posted a link to the Urban Dictionary definition of it. And that uh, that will explain Urban what it is. Okay. That does a very accurate description of what we're talking about. The very not safe for work description. Oh. So there you go, Sarah. That's uh it's not a food. It is not a food. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Oh. The uh Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions is in full swing, Sarah. In full swing, of course, the uh, men's NCAA tournament. The insanity of the month before April started this morning. And I am pleased to say I am 
At the bracket, you can go to funemploymentradio.com slash TOC. Whether you entered or not, if you entered, you can go there and take a look. If you did not, you can go there and at least follow along the brackets. Because we've got quite a few people in there. I Um, I am number one. You're not number one. I am number one right now. It is uh, about a 40-team tie for number one. But nonetheless, I am number one in our tournament. I have gotten two picks correct so far. Butler over Texas Tech. An upset. Barely, but still counts. And Duke over North Carolina. Somewhere. Um, So... The tournament goes on. There's 16 games today and 16 games tomorrow. So let's see where you are. Let's see. Where is your team? What's the name of your bracket? Sarah's the best. Wow. Sarah's the best. In all caps, because clearly the best people are Well, that just makes, yeah. Sarah's the best. Oh! I got one out of two so far. Oh, somebody's already fallen behind. Wow, and bold pick. Okay, so we should say who we have picking winning the entire 64-team tournament. Now, Sarah, you... All right, let me just tell you this, by the way. When I was doing my bracket last night, when I put it together... Are you tattling? Yes, I'm tattling. You're doing a tattling thing right now? Yeah, yeah, I am. All right, let's hear you tattle. All right, I put together my bracket last night because I was at home, and uh, Greg's just like, oh, shit, you haven't filled out your thing. So I just filled it out really quick. I did mine. I told him who I picked for the end. He's like, oh, I'm actually going to go back into my bracket and change around some things. Oh, I can assure you it had nothing to do yes, with what did, you picked. Yes, it did, because as soon as I said, no. that was no. yeah, that was cause, that is exactly what happened. I that told you. That is not the case. I can assure you, your pick for the Ultimate Champion had nothing to do with what I was changing around. You, you had no influence on that. That was merely me speaking out loud. No, it wasn't. It was me. You're like, oh, well, I better just change that. <laughs> yes, because of your expert opinions. All right, Sarah, I'll say who I have winning the NCAA tournament. Because it's already out there now. You can go take a look at it. I picked Kansas. Oh, wow. Not a, not a bold a one. Risky I just like to be right. What a risky gamble. I like oh to be gosh. correct. Well, and I, I believe wait Kansas. To see your dreams be crushed. I believe Kansas will win. All right, you just, you just actually got me interested in watching this because I'm going to root for every, uh, for every team that Kansas is playing against. All right, Sarah. Well, let's just, just see here who you picked to be the ultimate champion yep. of the tournament. Because keep in mind, every time I pick Oregon State to win something, which I've stopped doing, people blame me for it. They do not give me credit for the wins. They blame me for the losses. Sarah... Who did you pick to be national champion well, this year Well, I don't use my power for good or for evil. What I did is I should use my power for support, and I totally believe in it. I believe that the national champion is going to be U of O. University I, of Oregon. I am going Sarah behind University of Oregon. Picked. I absolutely am. And you know what? I'm not a jinx like you. So, like, me picking it doesn't necessi- necessitate a bad thing. Like, if you pick something, everyone knows they're screwed. Me, I'm just showing my support. My whole family went to U of O. I really believe that... Uh, they have good shot. I'm super confident with my picks, uh-huh. and I hope uh-huh. that Kansas fails miserably. Also, I'm going to note something else on here, too. You have Oregon State losing in the first round. Yep. I did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> the hell is that? Because you made me mad. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't use your picks out of spite, clearly. Never. So Sarah has picked University of Oregon to be national champion. 
Hey, that's the fun thing about March Madness is that everybody has a chance. You never know. Everybody, everybody does have a chance. I remember one year everyone was saying that some team was going to be number one and everyone had them beating the first team and then they were out in like the first That was Villanova. Round. Villanova last year, I had them going, I think, believe to the Final Four and then they lost and then that was the whole crying girl though. It was worth it because the crying girl oh, with the, the flute. the flute girl. The flute girl, yes. yeah, crying. Oh, you have Villanova going to the Final Four as well. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is an interesting Final Four that you've got. I didn't right. know what I was doing. That took like that Utah, was a- Utah going to the Final Four. Heck yeah! Okay, we'll see what happens. I like the Book of Mormon. That's, That's this is my. <laughs> then why didn't you pick Brigham Young? Oh, I don't know. Not that much. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. The brackets are at funemploymentradio.com/toc. We will follow along. I believe we need to have a bet placed around whose championship team goes the furthest. Mm. Goes the furthest. Both of them could lose at any time. That that is the the beauty of this tournament. Any team could get knocked out at any point. You just have better chances. All right, we can make a bet. And Oregon's the number one team. They're the number one ranked team in their bracket. You know they're going to lose. Kansas is number one too. <laughs> Damn it! I don't know. You just I mean, got they, in my head. I think that they'll do. They're great. pretty good. They're a good. They're very good. They're they're they are. Oregon is a very good team. There's a reason they have a number one ranking. There's a lot of other good teams in that tournament too, though. All right, so a bet, whoever's What's goes the, the furthest, we'll figure out what it is, but we'll pay mm-hmm. off at the uh, Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night on March 31st. Thursday, March 31st That's, at the Landmark Saloon? Yeah, at Landmark Saloon. At 4847 Southeast Division. Yeah. When we where, have this, our, where the sign-up starts at 6, and then the first game starts at 6.30? Yeah, it's free to play. And it's sponsored by Rainier. Yeah, Rainier Beer. Gotcha. Which is right. fine. Fine cool. Ranier, French-imported Rainier Beer. Um, yeah, a lovely sponsor of Fun Employment Radio and our Bingo Night Thursday March 31st of the Landmark Okay, Saloon. just wanted to check. Yeah, that one. Okay. Which I hope everybody comes to because it's free. We'll mm. pay off our bet then. Okay. All right, a bet. Mm. We'll figure out what the terms are. Okay. Whoever's team goes furthest. Okay, we'll see. No. All right, yes, we can do it. All right, fine, there fine. We go. All right, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Really irritating. Wait, so when does Oregon play first? Now, now I have a dog in this fight. Uh, Oregon plays tomorrow, I think. Okay. Or maybe they play... Yeah, they play tomorrow, and Oregon State plays tomorrow, too. Okay. Go Beavers. I laughed when I put Oregon State going out the, the first hell? One. First time in the tournament in <laughs> 26 years. You're rooting against them. I'm not rooting against them. I'm rooting against you. There's a difference. Gary Payton, too, is going to lead the way. Shock everybody. Yes, that Gary Payton too. <laughs> Gary Payton the second. Oregon State. Oregon State's great every time a Gary Payton plays for their team. I don't know when Gary Payton three will be around. I don't think this guy's got a kid yet, but I can't wait for Gary Payton four point five. <laughs> One of these days. One of these days. The great, the greatest of Gary Paytons will the greatest of Gary come Paytons. to Oregon State. And- yes. All right, well, we want to thank our friend Thomas who's been hanging out in here with us. Yes, indeed. Hello, Thomas. (laughs) He brought us all kinds of fun gadgets. And um, speaking of the landmark, I think I might might go there for a couple of beers later tonight. Okay. So if anyone wants to meet up for a beer. I may be doing that. I'll see. I do want to tell everybody, too, I'm doing another show this afternoon. For digital trends. Tell us about it. Oh, you get to play with that new thing, don't you? I do. And I believe they're going to be live streaming the show on YouTube at digitaltrends.com. Is what well, I've put been up told. a link so that we can watch you. Okay, I'll put a link up to it. Um, but yeah, they've got 
they've got a, a new the HTC Vive virtual reality machine that uh, Digital Trends got one, and I don't think it's even available to the public yet. And so they have one down there, and they just unveiled it, and I get to put it on and try it out. Wow, I hope that. And I'll talk about it. The video of you trying it on is. As at least as compelling as you describing it, it's pretty cool. No, this show is pretty fun. I do it for Digital Trends. It's a it's a lot of fun. It's called Trends with Benefits, and yeah, it'll be live at digitaltrends.com, and then you can go to digitaltrends.com/podcasts, and you can see see older episodes or download it on iTunes and all that stuff. I appreciate the support. Yes, it's awesome. Support the Greg. Yes, and it's it's a lot of fun. Well, Happy St. Patrick's Day to you too. Yes, Happy St. Patrick's Day. Was that 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 was pretty good, huh? Mm. As my ancestors were Tora, immigrants Laura, from Laura. Galloway, Ireland, I'm very happy to be here in United States of America. Here's hoping I don't have to go back, am I right, <laughs> after the election this year. I don't know what kind of jokes you were trying to make there. I'm just... They're controversial, Greg. They're con- I, was taking, I was taking a gamble. Go Beavers! All right, we will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Her.com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.